Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. If you've ever wondered if this ever happened and someone succeeded in trying to do so, the answer is yes. Monday. The Main Street Bridge that crosses the Intracoastal Waterway is old school, connecting Daytona and Daytona Beach ever since the 1950s. And like, like most built before the advent of super-advanced engineering, it has a steel section out the middle that pulls up to let ships pass underneath. Police say Monday an as-yet-unidentified driver of an SUV smashed through two stop arms blocking traffic while the bridge was being raised, then vaulted over the opening section of the bridge and making a clean landing and getaway on the east side. So while many have failed, and some in a spectacular manner, this one driver did actually succeed. That's kind of my fear of bridges anyway, Cliff. (laughs) I don't know why, but I've always had that fear whenever I come up on a bridge. Is it really there? Especially if it's on like a little hill. And yeah, and you to, don't know. Yeah. Do you think that way or is it just me? No, it's just you. I need help, don't I? <laughs> From yesterday's episode of my dream and yeah. now I fear the bridge is not really there when it's definitely going to be there. Are we going to talk about your dude and your friend and his tidy whities No, again? we're not going that. No, no, no. There was... Much hatred by text message yesterday, Cliff, after oh, yeah. we got off the air, if you noticed that. on uh, I read some of that, yeah. Let's put the tidy whities away. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, Cliff, I've got a morning roadshow thought of the day that I believe is absolutely okay. spot-on true. Are there ham slices involved? No, no. Okay, good. And I've already got a text message Yeah. wanting to know if we're going to ham it up today. No, we're not. <laughs> we... <laughs> no, we're not. But our morning roadshow thought of the day is this. It takes only one sensible person yeah. to ruin a perfectly good time. I've seen that happen many times, Cliff. <laughs> it's like, who's the wet blanket in the room? We're all having fun on the night that's on right. the town, and there's always yes. that one person. That's that's the fun sucker. Yeah, I know. The fun sucker. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good name for our friend truck driver, Ralph. We'd now a story about the most badass Canadian of all time and the most badass thing he ever did. It was 76 years ago yesterday, actually. Leo Major had already been in Europe for a year before yesterday, arriving on the continent the hard way, landing on Juneau Beach with the rest of the Canadian forces on D-Day. And it should be noted that on his first day visiting, he captured a German armored half-track by himself. A few days later... Major tangled with a group of SS troops and killed four, even though he was blinded in the left eye by a phosphorus grenade. That would have been a ticket home. But the private refused to be evacuated, instead fashioning himself an eye patch and saying that he only needed his right eye to aim anyway. Fast forward through the autumn of 1944, when Private Major captured 93 German soldiers single-handedly as his unit advanced toward Antwerp, Belgium. Two... April 13th, 1945, when commanding officers asked for volunteers to advance ahead in the darkness after midnight and scout the Dutch city of Zwolle to determine the extent and location of occupying German forces. As you might expect, Leo was at the front of the volunteer line and soon he was off with a friend on a mission to just take a look at where the Germans were and possibly make contact with Dutch resistance, then return by 6 a.m. 
and let's just say that's not exactly what happened. After his friend was killed by a German machine gun, the now angry Major cleaned that out and helped himself to, to all the weapons inside. Armed with three machine guns and a bag of hand grenades, the one-eyed French-Canadian wearing sneakers ran to the city center and through firefights, making a lot of noise, convincing some German officers they were doomed, and setting fire to the Gestapo headquarters, single-handedly cleared the enemy from town, liberating the Dutch city all by himself. Even today, school children in that town in the Netherlands are taught about the one-eyed Canadian who saved their city from destruction. It should also be noted that he behaved in a similar manner when he re-upped for the Korean War in 1951. By the way, Leo Major passed away in 2008 of natural causes. <laughs> he should have wrote a book. He should have wrote a book. He should have wrote a book. <laughs> yes, sit down with somebody and tell them the stories. Cliff, I think I've damaged Audrey from the Opry. Oh, you've, you've damaged her. I think I've damaged her like um, <laughs> like postage that you've got received in the mail. I think there's some bad oh, things happening here, yes. Yeah. yeah. As you well know, yeah. I sent a package to Audrey. Yeah. A uh, giant bag full of Lucky Charm marshmallows, and she was going yep. to be kind enough to count them for us. And um, she's having some trouble. Oh, she is, huh? We mentioned earlier, a couple of weeks yeah. ago, that her mom, she thought, would help her, just like she used to do during the science project that Audrey had in grade school when they counted marshmallows in different cereals to see which one had the most. Yeah. Her response from that weekend was, my mom was less than enthusiastic about helping <laughs> on this project. <laughs> It's like, she's done that once. She doesn't want to do it again. Yes, and I think that kind of hurt Audrey's feelings a little bit, to be honest with you. <laughs> You're an adult now. Count your own damn marshmallows. I think that's, that's what her mom told her, yes, pretty well. <laughs> I think she even sent her a Hallmark card that said that, Cliff. And so Audrey's been procrastinating, and she's even oh. admitted that. And so she was going to have that total for us tomorrow. Okay. And... We were going to have a little contest to win the Opry tickets, good for the yeah. 30th that Audrey has set aside for a couple of our wonderful listeners. Yeah. But then plans change with Audrey, and she has to work this Sunday night at the ACMs. Well, whoopie doo to that. Well, she <laughs> says, Cliff, yeah. she's going to be stuck in a room by herself for 10 hours waiting for alarms to go off, and hopefully they won't go off, so she has to do anything. <laughs> so she believes this Sunday night when the ACMs are going on right around oh. her, she's going to be sitting in a room by herself counting marshmallows. Counting marshmallows. That's the that's the, <laughs> that's what we got going on right now, according to Audrey. Now, that might okay. change, but we got to get something going pretty quick because we're yeah. going to take a picture of that bag of marshmallows she might even take a picture of it after she counts them from the acms yes and we're gonna, cool yeah, yeah we're gonna post that uh, on our facebook page whenever we get to it and then you're gonna have to guess the number and we'll have audrey come on one morning and announce the actual number we'll see whoever the closest is without going over will mm -hmm. be our winner of the opry tickets this is a lot more work, Cliff, than I thought it was going to be whenever say, we started out. You, you thought by shipping this bag of marshmallows off to Nashville, you were going to get out of the bulk of the work. <laughs> I've worked harder with emails with her than I've done <laughs> if I had just counted it myself. But we'll see yeah. what happens. 
We athletes from all around the world will, in 100 days, be converging on Tokyo for a Summer Olympics like has never been conducted before. And to make sure athletes are all going to be comfortable and have everything they need inside the bubble, each country's Olympic committee already shipping stuff to Japan, much of it provided by corporate donors. Reports from the UK say the needs for Great Britain's Olympic athletes already en route on board a cargo ship that left in February and will soon pull into, into port in Japan. On board are 50 bicycles to help the athletes just get from place to place, all manner of practice and workout gear, board games to play during idle time, and mattress toppers, pillows, and pillowcases along with extra blankets. And to be sure that the approximate 400 athletes are well-fueled, 45,000 tea bags, which works out to just over 100 per athlete for a 10 day event. Tea bags? Tea bags. <laughs> well, if I was an Olympic athlete, they could have all of mine, Cliff. I'd have a sign saying, please take these things. Tea bags? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you no. don't want to be tea bagged? <laughs> no, I don't. No, none of that. None. You don't drink tea. Not very often, no. I'm not a big fan, as I mentioned, Cliff, of tea. I can drink it. I prefer not to drink it with tea bags. I prefer the instant stuff. And I <laughs> okay. really prefer the uh, sugary sweet goodness at McDonald's whenever they have their sweet tea well, cranking I mean, out. Yeah. There, there is the whole process of adding sugar. Yes. But when it comes to coffee, I'm out on that stuff. I've never... Yes. We've discussed that before. You you enjoy the smell of coffee, but you have no desire whatsoever to consume any of it. I'm probably one of like three people in the United States that's never actually stepped foot into Starbucks in my life. <laughs> and I, I see, bet you're right. I yep. see, Cliff, they have something now called yeah. Borrow a Cup. Are you familiar with this? They call it what now? Borrow a Cup. No, I've not heard of that. Now, I might be wrong, like I said... I'm reading this from a story I get on the internet because I've never Uh been in there. But basically, you can order your coffee in a reusable plastic cup that they say the cups have been washed. I've eaten in enough restaurants to (laughs) look at the cuddlery cliff to realize that your washing and my washing might be totally different. Yeah. Because I've seen forks that had like, you know, an army of food caked on them. <laughs> an army of food. yes so i'm thinking during this time in our history yeah. with the pandemic still surging around in different places yeah. yeah borrowing a cup relying on somebody else to wash it mm-hmm. is about a notch above stocking public restrooms with recycled toilet paper i don't want no part of that <laughs> no. either none no. none <laughs> No, there's there's no good way to do that. There is no good way to do that. No, Cliff got a text message yesterday, and I forgot all about it, and that's a shame on well, me. You you were busy reliving your dream. Yeah, yesterday. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, quit hamming it up, Cliff. So I got this text message, and and basically okay. it was um, the yeah. Azalea path here in yeah. the area that uh, it's really getting to be according to the person that sent the text in, quite beautiful yep. right now. Okay. Now, I've never been there to the Azalea Path. Have you, Cliff? Frequently, yes. You frequently have been there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm usually there like two or three times a year. Wow. 
you know, shot a wedding out there, that kind of thing. So, oh, well, yeah, you know, a lot of people love it. I'm not a big, oh, yeah. I'm not a big yeah. fan of flowers. I well, I don't like flowers. I don't like pictures of flowers. I don't like flowers in my yard. I don't dislike you if you like flowers. <laughs> I will dislike you if you come to my house and plant them in my yard. I will dislike you if you do that. <laughs> As a matter, I don't even like grass. To be honest with you, Cliff, if I could well, somehow I'll... get grass out of my life, I would be okay. Yeah, I mean, grass has to be mowed. So and. I wouldn't even mow my yard yeah. because I don't have a neighbor whose yard butts up to my yard, so I could just let mine go. Well, that's true, yeah. But my fear of snakes is the only reason, Cliff, that I actually mow my yard at oh, home. Oh, yeah, because if, if you had really tall grass, it would be home for snakes. I had it pretty tall yesterday when I was mowing, and there yeah. he was. Oh, he oh. found one. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, every time it gets tall. <laughs> Now, snakes are the only reason that I ever mow. Cliff, during the AP News there, I sat here yeah. and I made a list of things that I would like to have. Okay. A better car, a larger yeah. checking balance. <laughs> yeah. A new pair of Luke Casey boots. Okay. A really nice pen for work here at Country 98.1. I can't seem to find one I like that writes, actually, whenever <laughs> I'm trying to write. Okay. And the final thing on my list of things I'd like to have x-ray okay. vision now if i could have all of these things cliff i would be a happy camper yeah yeah here's something i could do without without further ado i'm sailing away i can do without that cliff yep you're right <sighs> oh it went on and on we had the whole oh, first i'm sure verse. it did yes yeah. yes yep I may have messed up this morning, Cliff, here by text well. message. I've, I think I have. Okay. I think, actually, it's best just to go with an idea without asking others what they think of the idea, first of all. And Sometimes that's that's true, yes. I think the majority of times, it, and I should have would, done it, that. It is, uh, it is wise, if necessary, to seek the counsel of others, but sometimes you just got to forge your own path Well, with your fingers crossed. <laughs> and see, that's where I messed up because um, okay. I sent a text message to a couple of our uh, texting friends yeah. about an idea that I'm thinking about doing on this program. Okay. And I'm a little concerned about the creep factor wandering in on us, Cliff, and I don't the want it to be creepy <laughs> and uncomfortable for folks. You don't want it to be creepy. Okay. No, no. So what idea do you have? Well, it involves our take it to the bank. Okay. And I hate the you know, let the cat out of the bag just now, and I'm waiting for the response. I don't know. My um, texting friends haven't responded back. It's maybe so creepy that they won't. <laughs> They're just shocked. They're yes. shocked. Yes. So yeah, we'll see how this goes, Cliff. But I don't want it to. Okay. I don't want people to be uncomfortable whenever they, uh, if we do this. I think the okay. marshmallows have already made a lot of <laughs> folks uncomfortable. <laughs> Let that be a lesson. <laughs> it's time now for take it to the bank. Okay. There's a restaurant chain that's nationwide pretty well, Cliff, and one yeah. of their locations happens to be in Evansville on the Lloyd Expressway. Yeah. I've never been there, but it's called Moe's Southwest Grill. Oh, I've heard that's pretty good, actually. You've heard that, yeah. huh? Yeah. I, can't, I don't recall eating there, but I've, I'm going to say that what I've heard is positive. It's good food. All right. Well, the thing about Moe's musically yeah. in there, Cliff... Yeah. That every restaurant, it seems like you go into now, there has to be music playing. Yes. 
basically to disturb you so you can't speak to anybody else. <laughs> yeah. But in Moe's Southwest Grill, they yeah. play music only by artists that are dead at all of their <laughs> locations. So if you hear really? the song, you know they're no longer with us. And that got me oh, to thinking, Cliff. Only dead singers. Only dead singers need a plug. Okay. Okay. And that got me to thinking, Cliff. And that's why yeah. I put out the call to a couple of our texting friends. Yeah. If we, some Friday, yeah, like for an hour, from eight to nine, let's say, yeah, played only songs from artists who are no longer with us, would that be <laughs> creepy? Would it be creepy? Would it be creepy? <laughs> um, I mean, if we did it as some form of tribute, no. Although... You know, we just have to, we just have to go and proceed very carefully because we could run into the creepy factor. That's what I'm afraid of, Cliff. And yeah. there's so many artists that you know we've all loved over the years. Yeah. That are no longer with us. That yes. I thought maybe it would be a cool idea to do that along with yeah. Mo Southwest Grill. They don't get the creep factor there, or people would well, quit no. going. I mean, this is true. So I don't know, Cliff. I'm hmm. kind of uh, up in the could, arms about could, it. Could we also have a like a, a a brief, like a feature segment of a, a singer who's, who sounds like they're dead when they sing? Well. <laughs> like Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, <laughs> that's better than your other suggestion you texted me earlier. Oh, singers that we wish were dead. Yes, we can't do that. That is a bit, that's, that's beyond creepy. That's just harsh and uncalled for. <laughs> so we could call that segment the harsh and uncalled for segment. <laughs> But let's just do a little pondering on this and see, Cliff. Okay. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about it. We might bring that up again tomorrow and see if some of our wonderful <laughs> listeners want to chime we in. Could, we could get some input from, you know, from our friends. They can always text in. Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Let's put the tidy whities away. But we would not put the tidy whities away. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> number two, recycled toilet paper. Something you don't want to do it yourself kit for. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today you're an adult now. Count your own damn marshmallows. You know, Cliff, I don't even want to contract that out, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, you mean recycling? Yeah, I don't need. No, I just, just forget that no. whole idea. Well, I'm good with one and done there. I think so too. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.